Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. Okay, here we are, live and in person on a Monday. Man, oh man, I had a stomach dang last week, and I just didn't feel like doing the show, you know? So that's what's nice about uh, not being uh, tied to corporate bullshit. You get to uh, say, fuck it, if you don't feel like doing your show. And you just throw a bunch of stuff on the wall, and you make up a bunch of shit, and you come out here and do a radio show, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe not so much. What the... Now i got to turn that back a little bit. Right there. Yeah, see? Sometimes you just got to kind of readjust shit on the fly. <laughs> okay. And that's what we're doing here, man. Readjusting and changing. No, we're not. We're doing the exact same stupid show we always do. And that's fine with me. There's only one story, only one thing that uh, you need to even know about to sum up the entire United States of America, the political situation, the uh, our social situation, and how pussified and fucked up the United States of America has become. And where the hell is this all going, right? I mean, come on, man. Where is it going? Where is it effing going? And that one story, Dave Chappelle's attacker story, it's just a complete wrap-up of where we are in this country. Oh, man, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. The date is, what is this? The 23rd of May. Life is flying by. We're dying. Everybody's dying. One day closer to death, right? That's my motto. Isn't that positive? Yay. What's your motto, man? Uh, You know, every day is just one step closer to death. (laughs) And no matter what your situation is, that's true for all of us. I don't care how fucking rich you are. I don't care how stupid you are. I don't care how fucked up in the head you are. It's the same thing. You're one day closer to death. Even if you're some joker that's going to get a bullet stuck in his head tomorrow morning. You know, it's uh, it's, it's your time and uh, you're one day closer today because it's gone. The day is gone. How's that for philosophy? That sucks, man. What a negative thing. Uh, We're all dying there, young man. (laughs) So this guy, Isaiah Lee, he's 23. The bisexual attacker of comedian Dave Chappelle. And in today's society, in today's world, if Dave Chappelle does not completely tie up where we are as a country, anything to do with Dave Chappelle, I'm sorry, it just does. And uh, there's not a goddamn thing you can do about that. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man. (laughs) Because Dave Chappelle's story 
is so perfect in every way because of who Dave Chappelle is, first off. Very successful black man in our society. First off, that alone, I think, gives you special treatment right there, man. You have uh, achieved something. Barack Obama falls into that category of great African-Americans. I didn't agree with him at all. But still, somehow, someway, you bullshitted people into uh, making us think you could be a good president, and uh, you got in. That's how white people have been doing it forever, right? Same shit. So, you know, when African-Americans achieve what white people achieve and the left media comes attacking them, because this is what's going on with this. You know, everybody's getting in line on this issue, too. You know, abortion, uh, the Dave Chappelle attacker story. Every story now, if you notice, is leaning toward LGBTQ and some triggered fucking faggot. Asshole. Moron fuck. Who's going to uh, make it more difficult for gay people, more difficult for trans people because of how you're doing this. That you're not just having a sense of humor about it, i.e., i.e., Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, it is what it is. Have a sense of humor about it. Allow yourself to be roasted, right? Yeah. And But no, 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 no. This guy, Isaiah Lee, who stormed the stage with some weird-looking knife gun contraption thing, which is basically it's a switchblade. So don't tell me it's not a fucking dangerous weapon, first off. Oh, he's just, it was a nice weapon. He was gay. Look how nice he is. Shut the fuck up! So they charge this guy with felony assault with a deadly weapon. Having carried a flick knife. You got to notice the wording of articles, too. And, and, And be very careful as you go through things, which is what's so great about this show. I can take one sentence and I can break it down for you and do 30 minutes on it. And you can't fucking stop me because you don't want me to because I get it. You're trying to shut me down. Facebook still. Same shit. My friends can't even have a conversation on a social media site without a bunch of people trying to ruin you, go after your advertisers, try to take you off the air. Yeah. Because you're weak, and that's the only thing you know, is behind the scenes, sniveling, masturbating, if you can even masturbate, morons hiding behind their computer screens, snot all over their glasses, can barely fucking see. (laughs) Yeah. So this guy was arrested, charged with a felony assault, and now he's crying. He was triggered by Chappelle's jokes about gay people. Oh, my God. We'll be back. Forbes Magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado Magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Eggman Radio Addiction Program. That's right. And uh, we are uh, coming to you everywhere, man. And I don't have to say that because you know it is because you're listening somewhere. Right? That makes sense. I never understood that, the radio station. So, yeah, let's give the call sign every five seconds. Hey, you know, as soon as you get done with the song. Hey, W, whatever. <laughs> oh, as if you don't know already. You're, you're listening to the fucking radio on that channel specifically because you like it and you want to hear it, like this show. So I don't got to tell you. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're on Spotify. And, oh, Jesus. So this guy, Dave Chappelle's attacker, bisexual gay attacker. And he also said he was very uh, angered and triggered by Chappelle's jokes about homeless people. Saying it's a struggle. And I wanted Dave Chappelle to know it's not a joke. Duh, it is a fucking joke. He's a comedian, you moron. But I'm gay. Or I'm black. Or I'm white. Or I'm whatever. <laughs> God, virtue signaling everywhere. And that's what we've become. This story represents the United States of America and where we are right now. Our president, at his ripe, old, feeble, brain-dead age of whatever the fuck he is. What is he, 90? I don't know. 100? He's out there. <laughs> hey, you know, it's funny about uh, Biden. I know, I'm getting all over the place here. But let me make a point, too, I was going to think about. Gay people and black people, okay, Listen to this, all right? And if you're like me, you're a, a person in real life. It's funny. It's like most of the gay people that I know and black people that I know, it's like the black people, they're not these people that the media represents or, or portrays, you know? Oh, every black man is a militant, angry uh, uh, thug with a gun in his hand, you know, out robbing and murdering people. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But... The ones I know don't do that, don't condone that. ones I know have a poster of Donald Trump in their living room, and they're Republicans, and they're conservative, and they're church-going. And they love America because they work their asses off to get where they are. That is what, in real life, if you're out there, but if you're an elitist liberal hiding behind your security fence with your 15 security guards trying to take away my security guard with a gun, yeah, and your security guards are okay to have a gun. You're protected. You don't want me protected. Or you don't want a Supreme Court justice protected. 
from a bunch of crazy fucking people. And then you take your gays. Most gay people that I know in real life, they're not triggered by this, okay? They don't give a shit what Dave Chappelle says. In fact, if you look in the uh, audience of a Dave Chappelle concert, you're going to see laughing gay people, laughing bisexual people, laughing people, because they have a sense of humor. I mean, it's perfectly okay for Dave Chappelle to make jokes about white people and get rich on it. And every black comedian that's ever been successful has done that, right? I mean, except for maybe Bill Cosby, and look what he did to all those white girls. He drugged them and fucked them. So, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And uh, he said he's struggling, this guy. This guy's struggling because he's homeless and he's bisexual. And he, you know, and, and here you, and all of a sudden, you know, these militant gays are, you know, trying to dominate the news and dominate it and ruin it for other gay people. They just are. And the same with African-Americans. They do the same fucking thing. That hide behind a chip on their shoulder. My great-great-great-grandfather was a uh, slave. And so, therefore, I'm going to have this chip on my soul shoulder for the rest of my life. I'm going to hate white people. I'm going to riot and kill and maim and steal and go to prison and not get educated. Okay, I, I, white people got to take the blame for some of that. Believe me, they do. They should. And we have to because it's our fault. You know, the, the white American politician going back 50 years has not, with the help of black politicians, liberal Democrat, black politicians have ruined it for black people. They've made it worse. And they were trying to do the right thing way back when they segregated the schools and they started the cross busing. You know, desegregation. And they started mixing blacks with whites. They thought, well, you know what? We're going to take these, you know, undereducated African-Americans from their crappy schools in black neighborhoods, and we're going to mix them with white people in the uh, good neighborhoods and the smart schools, and they'll, the, the, the education of the whites will rub off on the blacks, and after 20 years or so, we'll start to see it in our society. We'll have a bunch of educated, uh, even educated people, blacks and whites and Hispanics and whatever, everybody. But it didn't work. It didn't work. It was a failure from the beginning. It, the, the concept was a failure. Uh, changing the uh, grading curves. Oh, we're going to make it easier for African-Americans to get into college by making the test dumber. United States Post Office in the 70s. That was one of the first places they did that. They have a test they take in the post office called the civil service exam. Well, we need to dumb down the civil service exam so we can hire a bunch of uneducated people and hire them over people that actually do pass the test, that have basic fundamental skills, to get your mail to your fucking house on time and at the right address, right? That didn't work either. Look what happened to the post office. Now there's about 15 other agencies 
that are better and more efficient than the U.S. government post office because it didn't work. We'll be back. Eggman Radio Addiction Show. Do not touch that fucking dial. Keep your grind. You November 1802, John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. like a, a very uh, attempted sexy picture of this guy. They're making this guy into a hero, this uh, Lee guy, this Lee bisexual guy. They're making him into a fucking hero out here for attacking Dave Chappelle. So it's okay now for screaming fucking gay people to attack entertainers. And all you got to do is say, but I was triggered. And you know what you're opening the door to? And this is what you don't realize, you liberal, stupid fucking idiots, okay? You're opening the door to people saying, you know what? Oh, you know, I'm a white guy, and it's reverse racism now, and I'm triggered. So I'm going to go shoot up a bunch of black people, okay? Or you're, you're just making it okay for every group now. And that's going to be the last group that's going to get this, okay? There's the white people. You know what I mean? They're going to be the last ones because, you know, they think we've had it easy for, the, uh, the you know, the rest of time, all of time before now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the most disgusting story that they're, the, the left-wing media is making this, this, this bisexual league guy into a fucking hero, Okay. Now, this guy's facing an attempted murder charge. So you know what? Whoever he's got for an attorney is genius because they set him up with this little pictorial and he's sitting on his couch like he's a, you know, a movie starlet with his hand in the air flailing around. Yes. Look at me. I was triggered. This guy was accused of stabbing his roommate back in December. At a transitional housing program. No, that's transitional as in, I guess, economic, not transitional as in uh, you're next door to Caitlyn Jenner. Well, you wouldn't be because Caitlyn Jenner is going to be in a special transitional program. She was anyways. So, yeah, it's official. I think Caitlyn Jenner's uh, penis is gone. I 
didn't realize that. I had thought I'd heard an interview where she had said that it was just uh, flattened out with an ironing board, you know, an iron and pressed down and held in with a, uh, <laughs> Oh, God. So the uh, publicity on this thing, this guy is going to be more famous than um, Dave Chappelle now. It's got to make Dave Chappelle sick. You work your whole life, man, to get where you are. And then some fucking clown. Oh, man. So he's facing a felony charge. And he's going to get off. You just watch. Nothing's going to happen because everybody's going to be afraid. It's going to make the wrong statement. He can't go to jail. Oh, he can't put him in jail. Poor guy. He's going to be way too popular, so we can't put him in jail. <laughs> man, oh, man. <clears throat> and he will be popular in jail, in prison, if he does go. But you'll never see the inside of a jail cell. There's no way. Not in today's society. Do 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 do. I you know I, I I you know how I don't know, but this story sums it up, man. I mean, you really think about it, and uh, I just you know you can and you can make so many parallels with where we are, right? I mean, where we are, and I know. I, you know, I always get attacked for being insensitive to, and I don't give a fuck. I truly don't. And that's the only way you can be. You got to be too cocky and too big to get canceled. Or at least independent enough or broke enough doing your show on the road <laughs> in a recreational vehicle, a paid for recreational vehicle, right? Yeah. Uh, or you got to be filthy rich like Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle. Because what happens is you move into, and Elon Musk, money allows you to not be canceled. In most cases, unless you really break the law and unless you step on, unless you step on woke cancel culture society, right? Or some kind of movement that's really pissed off. Because they feel like they've been shit on, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to now. Nothing is real anymore. Nothing is real. Paul McCartney played here at uh, Winston-Salem in the truest stadium on uh, Friday night. I did not go. I did not pay $1,000 a ticket to hear a 79-year-old Paul McCartney. Although everything I saw from that show was a damn good one because I seen some earlier stuff done the tour and you know, the guy's 79. So if he's going to go out there and his voice is a little weak, you know, nobody notices anyways, when you're Paul McCartney, you can go out there and fart in a microphone with a British accent. How does that sound? And you know, it's like, uh, what do you do? You know, it's like, you can't, you know, so you, you, a lot of money riding on it. A lot of money, man. I mean, think about that. I mean, he is selling out thousand dollars a ticket easy average seat 300 bucks do 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 some cool stuff on youtube though man you can really with today's technology on people's phones man it's it, it's cool in the sense of for a, a guy that doesn't want to pay the price man i put together a whole thing I man i watched paul mccartney at winston-salem piecing together you know 
tidbits of what people posted on YouTube, man. And uh, I got a little thing of Paul McCartney showing up in his truck with the, uh, the window open and people screaming and yelling on the way in. And I get to see a bunch of songs in its entirety with a decent quality audio because these new iPhones sound good. Not that bad. It's tolerable. We'll be back. Again, Radio Addiction. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taka dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, love. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in, the air went out. And every shadow filled up with doubt. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do bad things with you. I want to do bad things with you, listener. Eggman, Ronnie James on your radio. Oh, oh, what I sound like a two-bit disc jockey at a local station in Key West. Oh, I did that. Oh, my God. Hey, Key West, wake up. (laughs) Yeah, a morning show in Key West. You're talking to nobody because there's nobody up in Key West. Trust me in the morning. (laughs) Nobody has to get up. Everybody sleeps in. You got, uh, what do you got? Uh, cheesy eggs and beer for breakfast, man. And Key West. And maybe a tequila. Sunrise. Do, 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 do. All right. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Porn star ditched his job as a priest at 83 years old to uh, be a porn star. Preacher. Ditched his job as a priest to become a porn star at 83 years old. 83-year-old pastor traded his role preaching to a congregation to take up a new role as a pornographic film star. And now he says sex can actually help bring people closer to God. (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, God, I'm going to come. (laughs) The career swap took place five years ago. And the former priest... Listen to where it's at, right here in beautiful North Carolina. Believe sex should be uh, treated as a joyous part of spiritual life. <laughs> oh, this guy, the retired pastor Norm Self. Norm Self. Oh, that's a great name for a a priest. Self. I take care of myself. I play with myself. Spent most of his life serving his Christian faith in the church, but in his 80s, he decided it was time to call it quits and been married to a woman for uh, nearly 30 years. And uh, he made his move, uh, his uh, movie debut in 2017. This guy has in an actual porn movie and uh, he gets to express his sexuality. Doing porn uh, from his perspective, sex should be freeing. We're going to have sex anyway, so why not make it a liberating and bonding experience instead of hiding it away in the shadows. Like most priests, they hide everything in the shadows. 
Hey, spend most of your time inside your own head. Make sure it's a nice place to be. We'll be back. See you next show. Bye. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.